When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The following is a presentation of Learfield. Welcome to Duck Insider. Our whole athletic department, there's a level of expectations of success. Throw, catch, touchdown, Oregon. He can run and slash. is back out for a three. Left wing is good. Here to center, back at the wall. He's out of here. Really excited that we get to rep our ducks and hopefully come back to Eugene with some championships. Indoor track and field national champion. And for the fourth time in the last six years, the ducks are Pac-12. Champion. We have so many teams that are excelling right now, and it's really fun to be a part of. Give it to me, baby! My house! I'm taking it there! This is Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Live from the Country Financial Studio, here's Joey Mack. Today is a big day because we have basketball games being added to the schedule. It's a tip-off Tuesday, which means the Basketball Coaches Show is coming up this afternoon. Dane Altman and Kelly Graves joining us live 2.30 to 3.30 with Terry Johns. If you want to watch the show live, tune in across the Oregon Sports Network, goducks.com slash OSN, where you can tune in in your area. We had a great conversation this morning with Coach Altman, though. I'm telling you, it was it was really cool hearing him talk about the progression over the course of this season and what it's going to take over the next five weeks for the Ducks to stay in the NCAA tournament projections and then ultimately have their name called on Selection Sunday. This is what you play for, right? This is why you come to a school like the University of Oregon for both the men's and the women's teams. Now for women's basketball, a little bit of news today. Oregon will host UCLA on Wednesday, February 16th, a week from tomorrow at 4 p.m. at Matthew Knight Arena. It's going to be a non-conference game. Ducks and Bruins originally scheduled to play on January 28th. The game was ruled a forfeit by UCLA in the league standings and a Pac-12 conference win for Oregon because UCLA did not have enough players to play the game. Scott Phillips is celebrating the win, and now the Ducks are going to have the opportunity to add to their total win record in a non-conference matchup with UCLA. Tickets and parking purchase for that original game date still valid. Game's going to be televised on Pac-12 Network. And, of course, right here on the Oregon Sports Network, Terry Johns will have a 3.30 pregame show next Wednesday. Oregon women's basketball is also in action tomorrow in Pullman. So they're going to play three games in a week in back-to-back weeks. Tough on, on the team, but you know what? I'm just glad they're playing games. I think that they would say the same thing. Though, Coach Graves did say, and you hear the entire interview coming up on tip-off Tuesday this afternoon, that he would maybe like a little bit of time in the lab. Things didn't go right for the Ducks against Arizona and against Arizona State. So now we're going to see if they can get right against Washington State. They're traveling this evening. They will play at noon tomorrow, which means no Duck Insider for us tomorrow because we'll all be tuned in to Terry Johns on the call from Pullman, which is what we're looking forward to at this point. Uh, We're also looking forward to Missy Lombardi, Oregon softball head coach, joining us because Oregon softball season begins two days from today on Thursday against Ole Miss. 5.30 is the scheduled first pitch down in Fullerton. The Ducks are taking on Ole Miss as part of their opening weekend. And then we have H.J. Cohn, which I am not looking forward to. He's the senior associate athletic director for the Duck (laughs) Athletic Fund. Hi, H. How are you? 
Oh, I'm dandy. Just glad to be here after that warm welcome. <laughs> you know I had to you do just something. just feel it. It just feels so sincere. I had to do something like that, didn't uh, I? That's fair. Would you have it, it any other way? No, not at all. If I had come in here and been like, God, H, I'm just so excited. You're the best. It's so great to have you on. You would have been like, why are you lying to me? I would have said it's a one-way street. So good See point. This? Valid, valid start by you. That's right. H.J. Cohn, Senior Associate Athletic <coughs> Director for the Duck Athletic Fund. Uh, one of the things that we want to talk about today is, is a lot of questions about the future for Oregon football because there's a lot of excitement. We're going to look back on, on what was signing day, and I know some things have moved around. H. is going to give us some information on that. And then one of the, the, the most fun things to talk about is there always is a lot of optimism whenever there's a new facility announced. We're going to talk about the Jake. We're going to talk about uh, PK Park and some of the renovations because just so everyone knows, if, if you didn't know, H.J. and his team are the ones that, that do a lot of the, the actual fundraising for these events. Yeah, and it's for fun. these things, which thank you for doing Oh, it's that. a lot of fun. I mean, we're, we were talking today. We had a bunch of meetings with our staff and individual meetings and just kind of doing some mid-year reviews almost. And just saying it's really nice to be able to meet with people and talk to them about what we're working on. And there's a lot of people out there that care. Um, and I, I hate to even associate dollar amounts with the passion and care for each of those individuals or couples or whatever it may be, because the passion is there amongst everyone. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people get um, sidelined or straight a, a separate way of, oh, I can only give this. That's not going to do anything. I cannot say it enough. Every single gift, regardless of size, means something. And it means more to people than you realize, not only uh, internally here from a funding perspective, but also when you look at some of the people that might have the ability to make larger gifts, when they see other people on board, not from a sheer dollar standpoint, but a sheer overall group standpoint and number of gifts, that motivates them even more. Yeah. And it should. I love that. I love that. And, you know, thinking about some of the, the cool ways to, to give back to the program, well, one, selfishly, is that you can bid on cool stuff in the auctions that uh, <laughs> that go on. Tell us a little bit about what happened <clears throat> with signing day. And, and I know some things moved around. Just kind of catch fans up on, on all the moving parts that you guys have had to deal with. Yeah, I mean, just like anyone else in COVID, we had to, you know, pivot, whatever buzzword we want to use this week. Uh, what last are your minute, other buzzwords? Are your I don't even buzzwords? know, whatever it is these days. But pivot seems to come to mind. Okay. Uh, adapt, uh, whatever. <laughs> But we, uh, nimble. yeah, yeah, stay nimble. Um, I would say the Oregon Club of Eugene, with with their support, um, and then a lot of people on our staff uh, in in the entire department, not just Duck Athletic Fund, even though we're externally facing the entire department, pulled all their weight together and really pulled off some um, neat stuff on signing day. One of those being the luncheon down at the Graduate, mm -hmm. uh, and that luncheon I think was the best one I've ever seen. And from a sheer build out standpoint, how it looked, um, but then the excitement I think people will come to know and understand uh, the personality of these coaches is uh, really been fun in, in my short time with them uh, to get to know them and, and their excitement to be a duck and, and some of those if you look at their resumes uh, coach Lapoy has been at a handful of Pac-12 schools but you can hear when just talking why did he come here uh, a lot of it was because of coach Lanning and, and a lot of it was because the University of Oregon is special and so we're we're real excited. I think that that's cool to mention that there are so many connections to the Pac-12 and, and to the University of Oregon, but they've all kind of – everybody that I've talked to, and you've heard a lot of the conversations from our signing day special that you can go back and watch from – from last week or whatever it was. Feels like it was a month ago. Yeah, I guess it was last week, right? But yeah, last week, our signing day <coughs> special, you know, it was it was fun for me to kind of do the introduction to all the coaches, and, and pretty much all of them were like, I mean, God, this is – why wouldn't you want to be here? Yeah. You know, it's, it, 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 you know, it's, it, it's interesting. I'm sure you've had similar experiences. Like, I'll, I'll be sitting here having those conversations, and, and sometimes I can kind of take that for granted, right? Like, yeah. I can kind of forget, sure. you know, that like, oh, yeah, th this is like, wow, there's quite the draw to be at a place like this. Yeah, and I think sometimes, and I've been here, I'm in my 12th year, I guess it would be now, and so, yeah, you start to, I don't want to say you get complacent or anything like that because I'm, I would argue I'm more motivated than ever. Um, part of that is because of COVID, and I get to go out and see people again and talk to them about what we're working on and ask them if they want to help and participate. Um, to which the response has been overwhelmingly positive. But I would say, yeah, you the, the highlight I get is when someone takes another step in their career um, for whatever they're looking for, whether it's they wanted a promotion, whether they wanted to be closer to family, whatever it may be. And then you hear after the fact, man, Oregon is pretty special. I don't know any different. Yeah, I can sense it. I feel like this is this is where not only I want to be, it's my alma mater, but it's something like you can feel like we do things the right way here, but until you go somewhere else. And so my perspective is hearing from those former employees, whether it's a coach 
or a development officer, whatever it may be, hearing from them after the fact of like, man, Oregon is special. It'll always not only hold a special place in my heart, but then they're coming back to games that we're playing at Columbus when we're in Vegas, when we're in Texas, whatever it may be, and they're making the trek to make it to those games says a lot about the institution and, and the athletic department and the leadership here. Well, I, I think that's great. And, you know, if you don't hear those stories anymore, then you're probably going to be a little worried. Yeah, right? exactly. You know, like that's kind of interesting to, to, to think about it in that perspective. No, but I, I also would attest to when you look and it's a natural thing for um, our society or humans, especially when, and I won't go off on a tangent on social media, but n neither here nor there. I, my point in all this is it's easier the term of the grass is, you know, greener on the other side. Well, don't forget how grass or the green the grass is that you're standing on. And it's easy for us to always be looking for the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. I'm looking for the next gift. Uh, people in our society, that's what they, you know, you're looking forward, right? And so when you, when that takes over versus being almost appreciative of what you do have and saying, oh, I, I, instead of I want this, how about I already get, the, I get to go to work today. I get to go talk about the ducks versus, sure. oh, it could be better. And so I think a lot of that's perspective. And I've learned a lot of that during COVID of what I do have versus what I want. Sure. I think everybody has, you know, and even just like we're, we're going to talk with Coach Lombardi. I mean, we're having a conversation about previewing a season. Well, last couple of years. It, yeah, just get to play. Yeah. I mean, just get to play. Right. I think we've all kind of gone through that. Uh, talking with H.J. Cohn, I do want to get some of the nitty gritty for you, like, Portland event. Uh, I know a yeah. lot of people were excited about that. Going to be moved back, and, and I don't know, just give people the update for us. Yeah, the hopes is to have that in April. Um, that's our plan still out at Nike in the Tiger Woods Center. Um, that's a great venue for us. We've done it a couple times out there, and it really uh, creates some great energy. Um, I know our staff really enjoys going up there. Obviously, it's no secret about our partnership with Nike, so we enjoy that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I would say right now, just based on the timing and where the, the – city of portland was at and, and some other outside factors we decided that it was in best interest to postpone that one um the the thing as we were talking through well, what do you postpone do you just do a signing day we're going to kind of change the theme a little bit and change it to a night with oregon football call it mm -hmm. um the idea would be that we're right in the thick of spring ball yep. so coaches can talk about how things have gone in the spring it's their first time on the field working with our guys uh, you can talk about recruiting recruiting as you guys know is non-stop now right it's, it's not I know there's signing day in December and February, but with the way the transfer portal works, um, it really is nonstop. So there's probably going to be some more updates even then than there would be have been last week. Mm -hmm. So uh, celebrating certainly signing day and then the incoming class, um, looking at um, the spring ball, and then obviously getting to know that new coaching staff, which we saw at the Eugene one and their personalities come out was really intriguing. I think people should look forward to that. So more details to come uh, on that front. Uh, and we also have a couple other things I wanted to make sure we hit on before we talk to some facilities here. Football renewal deadline, tickets for some games next year, catch fans up on what they need to know. Yeah, so football renewal deadline was uh, last Friday. It got extended, kind of this grace period that we do for a week just to make sure we're covering all our bases, saying, hey, do you, are you sure you want to drop that or want to make sure, no, I don't, make sure I get in. So really giving just a, a little last-minute a uh, week to get all of our things wrapped up. Um, and so we're in the in the middle of that. I know I've been getting some questions in the last couple of weeks, being that people are thinking about football tickets, about the Georgia tickets. We are going to have our allotment based on the contract, um, and those will go on sale in likely early April uh, is our goal. Um, if you're a donor or season ticket holder, we will allocate those time slots to select those seats in priority point order like we do everything. Uh, and we have a lot of tickets. We also expect a lot of fans nationally to be there. Obviously, Oregon, the brand, we have a great alumni base around the country. So we are the beneficiaries of when we travel. I see all the people purchasing tickets through us, but I also know there's people coming from all over the country. Sure. And so we're really excited about that. Lastly, uh, Jeffrey asking a good question. Now, we've always done, uh, traditionally at least, signing day events throughout the, the throughout the state. Now, a lot of things changed during mm -hmm. COVID. Uh, he's asking specifically about Medford, but what's the plan? What's the future? What do you guys want to do around the state? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. I think uh, COVID, and I'll just use the word Zoom or Teams, whatever you want to call it, has certainly changed a lot of what we can do, mm -hmm. what we're capable of. Uh, in some cases, we felt it was better to have – a live stream that has a better show or content, if you will, even though you're watching it on TV or the, your computer versus being at an in-person one that might not be able to live up to that expectation. So we're constantly looking at our external events, whether that's golf tournaments, signing day, uh, whatever it may be, and saying, how do we continue to add value and enhance these? 
part of that uh, shift was when we at Portland moved to Nike. Right. Um, part of that, and I'll, and I'll stay on Portland, we had a golf tournament for years out at Pumpkin Ridge, and we ended up shifting it to Langdon Farms. It just made more sense from a location standpoint. So we are constantly looking at that. Um, as it pertains to Southern Oregon, we didn't have one. The only two places we did have one in the state were Eugene and then ultimately Portland, most likely in April. Um, but the ability to live stream and see a show there uh, proved out to, to be okay. Yeah, and I think, you know, so the one thing that I'll, I'll say just from like a, a pro, the programming note, if you will, like we had a lot of conversations about, okay, if we're going to do the introduction to the coaching staff here in this room, you know, from 830 to 1030, mm -hmm. then there's going to be a press conference at 11. Then there's going to be the luncheon happening in in the middle of the day from about 11:30 to one, and then there was going to be an event in Portland. It was wall to wall, like you could watch and tune in and see everything that you wanted to know, following along with with, with all the different announcements coming for for different recruits coming in. Yeah, and I think part of that, as we looked back, you know, you would try and split up your staff to go to Central Oregon, Southern Oregon, Salem, Eugene, Portland, and um, I, I guess the best way to put it is, I think, especially with a new staff, a lot of these people, and I'll give credit to Coach Landing with it, starting at the top, is saying when they all came in, not only when they got to know our student athletes, but initially when they got to know each other, who are you as a person? Right. Are you a father? Are you a brother? Are you a dad? Uh, you know, what What are you outside of football? I know your resume. It's it's pretty obvious. I can see it online. There's probably some connections throughout their careers, but what are you like as a person and, and human? And so to be able to have to split them all up on that day, I think took away part of the celebration for them. You have to remember they've been on the road for multiple weeks, 24-7. Grinding. I think there was a, a photo of a couple coaches at 3.30 or 2.30 in the morning at a recruit's house. So it really is 24-7. We're not just saying that. And so then to get to that kind of big moment of signing day and saying, all right, we're all splitting up. See you guys later. Kind of felt a little weird. So to be able to keep the coaching staff together um, – it's just something we chose to do this year. Well, I love that. I think that's great perspective. I mean, especially because that, that's exactly how a lot of the, the, the conversations that you saw from that day, not just here that, that I had with the coaches, but throughout the state and with the different events, you know, particularly in Eugene, I, I thought that it was great just to get to know them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and right? I think our intentions are, especially you know when I mentioned Salem, Central Oregon, Southern Oregon, having a signature event. And most of those are going to fall likely in the summer where we can say this is our event to go to those areas yeah. where those people are coming to us handful of times throughout the year for multiple seasons in sports, go to them and say thank you yep. and, and really make a good effort and emphasis on getting as many people down there as possible and really put that as our anchor of an event. I love that. And we're going to have more information. I want to ask you to go through the entire golf tournament schedule because I know that your entire calendar from like June yeah, to July right. is filled with, <laughs> with these things, right? My golf game would suggest otherwise, but yes. Well, if you're anything like me, you can attend and not play. Yeah. That's what I do. Uh, yeah. Well, I know. You know. We have you actually with a foursome, but that's what you're referencing when you say not play. Exactly. All right, good. Yeah. We'll make sure to stock up your golf balls. Yeah. I'm telling you, you just want me at hole 19, okay? Yeah, exactly. That's all that that's all that needs you're to strong. be done. You're strong. I'm going to lose us money if I'm playing. Golf. Yeah, exactly. I know my role, and I do it well. There you go. Okay? You know where you, you know? stand. That's right. That's right. A lot of excitement around spring football, though. we got more to come. H.J. Cones is going to stick with us for one more segment because I want to talk to him about the Jake. This is a pretty cool project yeah, that you guys are working on. Definitely. More coming up. Uh, facilities, the addition of a pretty awesome one coming for golf. That's next on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon Athletics because student-athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. Join in. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. After two years of construction, my wife and I finally moved into our dream home. So when a bathtub fixture broke, causing major water damage, I was glad we had the home insurance protection we needed. How do you know your home is protected? Talk to a country financial rep like me, Nick Simon. We can help you understand your options and select coverages to meet your needs. Then if something happens to your home, you won't have any surprises. Need the right coverage for your home but not sure where to start? Visit TakeSimpleSteps.com or contact a local country representative. Your daily dose of Oregon athletics. This is Duck Insider from Learfield. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s, like go back to college... 
learned to skateboard. Whoa. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. At aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a free three-minute chat with the friendly digital retirement coach, Avo, and receive personalized tips to help boost your savings. Start chatting with Avo today at aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Back on Nuggets Cider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union, Joey Mack in the Country Financial Studio. He's H.J. Cohn, Senior Associate Athletic Director for the Duck Athletic Fund. Ronald asking, uh, the picture over your shoulder, that's Jane Sanders Stadium, uh, not PK Park. Uh, that we, We're getting ready for Coach Lombardi to join us. So we, we went for the, the, the baseball, softball, and mostly softball theme there, H. That's so beautiful. It's going to be nice to be back at the Jane, isn't it? That's beautiful. In about a month, by the way, they're going to spend about the first month of the season on the road, Oregon softball is, uh, Thursday when their season begins. There's a lot of excitement uh, always anytime uh, the University of Oregon announces something having to do with a facility because it's usually pretty state-of-the-art. Before we talk about the Jake, I do want to ask you about PK Park and mm-hmm. just how much excitement there is around the renovations for PK Park, new video board, new new fence, new field. And I got to tell you, everybody, I know you haven't seen a lot of it yet. Re- releases are to come. There's some cool uh, storytelling aspects to the logo, the field itself. I don't want to give too much away. And I won't let you give too much away yeah. either. <laughs> yeah. But just how excited is it? How exciting is it to have a, kind of a, a facelift to PK Park a little bit? Yeah, I mean, when you think about the with the leadership, starting with Pat and Stephanie Kilkenny to to bring baseball back, and then not only say I'm we're gonna as an athletic director bring it back, but also financially support it in the way they did was was a phenomenal and amazing. And so it you start to think back, it's already been a number of years. Like, what we just what do you mean? We just opened it. We just brought right. it back. And so when we went to um, talk to Coach Waz about some things that he thought were really good and needed for the program, um, we decided with uh, with Rob and Eric's leadership saying the Duck Athletic Fund, we will set a goal to go raise a million dollars. And it's really been a traditional campaign. Um, I know Oregon is associated with obviously Phil and Penny Knight and the way they approach some capital projects is making a large gift, if not paying for the whole thing or donating for the whole thing. And then uh, Oregon takes over and helps run it and maintains it. Uh, PK Park is completely a traditional model yeah. from a funding standpoint. And so we have gone out and talked to a number of people that over the last, I'd call it, 12 to 18 months have in some form raised their hand and said, I'm interested in supporting baseball. Um, and that can be a $25 gift to a 25,000. It's really varied. And so to see the sheer number of people and gifts that have come in versus just one large gift has been really cool. That is cool. That's awesome to see. And I'm, I'm telling you everybody, it's going to be a great fan experience with, with a new scoreboard, easier to keep track of the game. And look, we, we want to make the, the in-venue experience really awesome because that's what gets people to come out to the ballpark. Yeah, we understand that. And also, I'll just tell you, being at practice, I've, I've been at practice now about four or five times. The brand of baseball is going to be fun Yeah, from this team. Uh, Coach Wozkowski likes to get after it. The Jake. Uh, yeah. So so give us give fans the, the, the full story, if you could, of, of kind of when this all began. Uh, and, and for those that have missed the announcement, you can see some of the pictures and renderings on, on GoDucks.com. The Jake is going to be a – well, actually, you can see it if you're watching the show right now. There you the go. Jake uh, for Oregon Golf in partnership with Emerald Valley, going to be a state-of-the-art facility for the two golf programs. Yeah, I think it's no secret at U of O and, and specifically in the athletic department and, and really campus taking ownership as well of saying we want to provide students on the academic side and campus side, but in athletics, a student-athlete experience that provides you the best – of your ability to compete for championships, first and foremost. Um, and I'm only talking athletics-wise. Certainly, we, we have a great deal with the Jake was Center, not to be confused with the Jake, That's but the right. Jake was Center for academic services for student-athletes. And so when you look at what programs were, I'll call it, lacking in terms of a facility, it was men's women's golf and men's women's tennis. When you look across the board, really every other sport has an incredible training center and place they call home. Golf is unique because you do hit a lot of courses. 
Um, and so we have great relationships with Eugene Country Club, Shadow Hills Country Club, and Emerald Valley. And when we've, we've been talking about this for a number of years and a, a dream of having something, and it really was just coming down to the dollars and being able to raise that money. So we have um, been able to work with uh, a great supporter of ours in Jim Pluska, who is the owner of Emerald Golf, Val- um, Emerald Golf Club, uh, Emerald Valley, excuse me. And he approached us and said, hey, have you guys thought, I know this has always been a dream, have you guys thought about doing something down here? And we really hadn't at the time. And so that conversation really evolved in pretty quick manner and talked to Coach Martin and Coach Radley and said, this is something that we think we can really pull off. Um, and before we go down that, what do you guys think? And they, they jumped there and said, absolutely. I mean, we use that as a training Uh, for competition that course already two three four times a week and so when you looked at how we can enhance the programs and what this facility will do and some of the rentings you might be able to see it but really working on for for those of you that are golfers out there your short game and your technique there's a difference between just going to the range and going and playing versus hammering 76 yard shots at this angle Mm -hmm. and so this uh this really came about like i said with um uh, the leadership of Jim Pliska and saying, yep, I'm on board. And then our, our athletic department saying, okay, are we ready to take this on? And so now we've set out a goal to go raise $3 million. Again, traditional funding model, going to come from multiple supporters as the goal. Certainly there's going to be some lead gifts and outliers in there, I would think. Um, but hopefully, uh, I, I, not hopefully, I, I know there's a golf community, especially in Eugene, as it pertains to what Coach Radley's done with the women's program and really taking it to another level. And then Coach Martin, what he's done for a number of years with our men's golf program. Won a national championship. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's the obvious one, national championship runner-up. You know, there's certainly some some names that are on tour that we all like to follow. But sustainably, looking back at his career while coaching at Oregon, has had a lot of success. And uh, so it was, it was natural to, uh, and a lot of it was his idea and Justin Fisher's idea, to say we really should consider naming or honoring Peter and Jan Jacobson. And what what people don't know is Peter played golf here. Many people know that. A lot of people don't know Jan played golf here. Yeah. And we were able to announce that. And so certainly Oregon golf holds a special place in their heart. When you factor in not only how much they have been able to give back financially, but Peter and his time when it comes to legends and supporting appearances at events is really um, beyond extraordinary when you look at it. And so when the opportunity came to say this this just feels right and uh, so I, I know the coaches and justin were able to share that with him and jan and they were beyond honored and floored and so they're excited about it they're certainly going to help out and call in some people that they know would be interested um, but dating back to that golf community there is a group out there that has always said like hey if we ever do something i i would be interested and so we're just kind of hitting the ground running on that in the last i would say two weeks um and it's it's really gone well off to a good start so no we're excited great work great work by you and your team uh, that's awesome i think it's just total awesome team to effort a lot of people involved um all, all of the duck athletic fund all of the um, coaches on both sides of the program and, and again rob and eric saying yep we agree we want to support this we want to continue to provide them the resources to compete for championships and this is just that next step love it absolutely love it h.a kona one more thing for you a big basketball weekend uh, three games at home for the men one game at home against a school just uh, 45 minutes away or so uh, it's a big weekend for basketball and then it's only five home games left for the men which is pretty wild to think about yeah it is i mean it's kind of that time of year and i always use uh february people are kind of done with you know on signing day and super bowl is wrapping up and really uh, ironically dana is an incredible and the magician of come February, he has this team's really clicking. And Best record after Valentine's Day. It, it's amazing to watch the growth from the beginning of the year. And it's funny, I was with someone the other day and they're like, what do you think about Colorado? I was like, well, you know, the statistic that everyone talks about, Coach Altman's never won there. We've never won there. And he's like, you know what's funny? The irony is this will be the year that we do do it right. with even the challenges that we saw at the beginning of the year. And so uh, I, I think that um, a couple things. One, watching um, – them go through the trials and tribulations and i think coach graves talked about it on the women's side is sometimes you have to go to a low point to really get to the high point sure and i i certainly have all the confidence in the world with him and and those student athletes that he's coaching to see some success in the future but on the men's side you know we have been able to have a really big home court advantage over the years uh and i'll give a big shout out to the pit crew the pit crew pit crew has been awesome this year um even with our last home game just having a really good turnout um, and so we do have some big ones. I mean, I know sometimes it's you, you traditionally want to align with the UCLA and Arizona's and then your natural rivals with Oregon State and Washington. But Washington State's having a hell of a year. Mm-hmm. Um, Cal and Stanford are no joke. And then you really do have UCLA and USC who are right at the upper echelon of the Pac-12 coming in those final two home games. 
Uh, so we really hope there's uh, great attendance, great appreciation, and, and fans coming in making noise and cheering and creating that home environment that Matthew Knight Arena puts on. We need you, and, and the team needs you. Uh, against Oregon State, it was a difference. Yeah, I think the crowd cool. was the difference. Um, and there's been a few games this year. There's been a number of games over the time of Matthew Knight Arena, Matt Court, beyond. I mean, that's – that's what it's all about. Uh, I, I kept you three minutes longer than I said I would, so you're going to be late for your next meeting. Thank you for having me. Sorry. That's okay. That's <laughs> H- all good. H.J. Cohn, Senior Fun. Associate Athletic Director, kind enough to join us. Uh, next time, I expect a Carl's Jr. Burger. Thank you. What if I told you I did, and it's it tasted really good? <laughs> you know, it's kind of my tradition before I come on the show. Well, I go so, hit CJ's. And I know and I know that, that we y- you had the one where you lifted up the bag on Zoom, <laughs> and I was going, man, this is not right, and, and – and then now here we are, we're back in person again, but we're, you know, wearing masks and it's, you know, it's just not the same. I can't I just got see you, you next time. I can't just see you eat, sitting there eating I French fries. I got you next time. So, but hey, thanks for what you do. Really Thank appreciate you very much for having time. me. Appreciate it. When we come back, uh, Oregon softball season begins on Thursday. Head coach, Melissa Lombardi, going to join us next on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. At Shadow Hills Country Club, our all-inclusive event pricing allows us to take care of all of the details while you enjoy your event. Our wedding garden, expansive grounds, ballroom and meeting rooms can accommodate any size event and come complete with full catering and service staff. From weddings to business and social events, Shadow Hills offers the benefits of a resort atmosphere and the peace of a country setting just minutes from downtown Eugene. For more details, call us today or go to shadowhillsevents.com. Money isn't interested in the fact that you dream of going to Greece. And it doesn't pace at night wondering how you'll pay for braces three times. The point is, money without people is just money. Only people can use it to run the family ranch, buy their first house, or adopt a happy old dog. To us, the powerful thing about money isn't money at all. It's helping you harness the power of yours. On Point. People are the point. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. You're listening to Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager Learning the Lingo. GOAT, G O A T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time, as in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back inside the Country Financial Studio. Duck Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union. From H.J. Cohn to Melissa Lombardi. It is a, I'm telling you, like, stacked lineup of a show today. <laughs> Coach, you're, you're really hitting third here in the third segment. Uh, is that where you hit? When you were playing before, was third? I usually hit in the top of the lineup, so I'm okay with third. I had a feeling. (laughs) I had a feeling. Coach Lombardi joining us. Coach, just thanks for being here, first of all. And how's it going? I mean, it's it's here. It's game week. It's opening weekend. It's going. We're just (laughs) – it's going. We're trying to make sure we have everything set to go for our trip. We leave tomorrow. So every chart, every piece of equipment, uniform, you know, you name it. We're just making sure we have everything. You know, but it's, it's great to be traveling and playing again. Yes. Right? You know, I, I think that – I don't know, Coach, if you're like me, but in the last few years you definitely take a little inventory of, of everything that happens in your life. And, and, and being able to go play these games, it, you love the opportunity to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ole Miss, uh, tell us a little bit about your first opponent and uh, what do you want to see from opening weekend? Um, tough. SEC team, um, they they swing the bat. They play really, really good defense. Um, they've got some short game. I mean, they've got a little bit of everything. They compete. They're competitors. Um, you know, they play in a tough league just like we play in a tough league. So they understand that. They get it. 
Uh, so it's going to be a tough opener, but I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where are we right now. Where are we right now? Yeah, I think we're in a actually in a really good place. I like that. See, that's what I was hoping you would say. Yeah. Uh, but you'd always like more practice time, right? Sure. You always want more preparation, but now it's time to kind of find out. It's in Fullerton, uh, 530. You're going to be able to listen to all the games this weekend on KWVA. The student radio station is making the trip. Our guy Ryan Milano is making it down there with you guys, which is awesome. Love that for the fans to be able to tune in. Talk about your your team a, a little bit, if we could, and, and just the competition that, that you've had going on in practice. Do you, do you like where your team's at after the practice, even though maybe you'd like another 30 of them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I think at this point, it's go time. It's time to play. You know, once we play, then we'll see, okay, we need to come back home and here's some different things we need to adjust. But this team has really committed this year. Um, the time that they have put in, not that they haven't put in time before, but there's just something different about this team and how they've gone about their business this fall and in this month of January. January can be very long for us. And to me, I, 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 I felt it different. I felt it very productive, very different. Uh, this group is hungry. Hmm. They have been playing against each other for a month now, and they want to play together against someone else. You were talking with Jordan about this last week, about, about the depth of your team and how they really took to the weight room and the off-season yeah. conditioning. I mean, just this is the beginning of the season, but, but I feel like this is something that I'll probably ask you about come May, right, is the depth and then – also, the, the off-season conditioning is so important because that's how you stay healthy, right, throughout the course of a season. For sure. you it, the, the weight room is so important. And I think they've always known that. But, you know, sometimes you just get something um, said to you in a different way, and it just comes off different. I think that's what happened this year with our group in the weight room. They've under, they have always known it's important. But in softball terms of their ball flight and um, being able to drive the ball and, you know, having strong legs under them every time they swing the bat, just something about that hit them harder this year. And they all have been pushing themselves, pushing each other, really upping their weight um, and can see a difference. Competition continuing through, throughout practice. And then I, I'm curious, you know, how, how deep do you want to see your, your roster go this weekend? I mean, I, I feel like that's always a question that, that me, everybody asks a coach opening weekend, how, how deep do you want to see your roster? How many people do you want to play this weekend? I, I want the opportunity to get as many in as possible. You know, I think the more experience we can give these guys, the better. Um, so I think there's opportunity for that. I think that for me, the biggest thing more than anything is that I just want them to come in and settle in and play their game. You know, the preparation that we've been doing this week, uh, it's no different. Obviously, it's for an opponent, but each week we've been preparing for our pitchers or preparing for different things. So as far as how we've gone about preparation, it's been the same. So I just want to see them get in, settle in, trust that what they have is good enough, and compete. Opening weekend for Oregon softball. Uh, Melissa Lombardi joining us here. I, I want to ask you about a couple individuals, if I could, and, and I'm going to start in the outfield. I, I feel like Ariel Carlson is somebody that, that gets fans excited, one, because she hits balls that haven't landed yet. But but two, I, I think that the development of her a, as a defender, too. You know, wh where is she at in her development? What do you expect from her this year? Uh, I think you'll definitely see her running around in the outfield, no question. Um, I think you'll see her in the outfield or as a DP for us mm -hmm. in the top of the lineup looking to drive runners in. I'm very happy with how much she has progressed in the outfield. I mean, coming into our program, she played outfield, but she also played a corner. Mm -hmm. So for her to really switch to primarily being in the outfield, um, I think she's come a long way. Another thing is, I don't know if, you know, a lot of people know that she can swing it, but she runs very, very well. So she covers a lot of ground, and you'll definitely look for her to steal some bases this year as well. Can you take fans inside sort of the, the coaching process when you have someone like that who, who's maybe played a couple different positions, but then you need to specialize, but then you've also had players that, that have moved around and can be utility, can be versatile. I know you really value that versatility. How do you go about coaching that, and how do you go about making those decisions of, of where someone's ultimately going to fit in? And, and I know it's a little different every year based on what you need, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think one thing, you know, we're, we communicate really well with our athletes and asking, you know, talking about, you know, where we see them at and whether it's multiple positions or, you know, if it's in – if it's in one position um, and then from there just making sure that we are giving them the guidance the instruction things that they need to help them progress and that's 
I mean, I think Ariel will tell you her first year in the outfield, it was a little shaky for her just, you know, but now she's very confident in what she does out there. She covers a lot of ground. Uh, she gets it. Like, she's seasoned. Changing positions is hard. It is. You know, I mean. Just changing, like, if I play right field and now I go to left field, right. that's difficult. Yeah. So it's a whole different position. I mean, I, t I, I've compared that for people before. Like if you play right tackle in football yeah. and then you go play left tackle, everything's a mirror image in the yeah. way that you play it. And you're making a throw to third base. That's different than a throw to first base. It's, it, it's, it's a mental aspect, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. Too? It's, it's both physical, mental. It's, it's not that easy. Talking about versatility. Uh, mm -hmm. You've still officially list Hannah Delgado as a utility yeah. on your roster. Man, talk about versatility. I mean, where's Hannah's development at? What, what do you expect from her this year? Um, Hannah, you know, she came in as an infielder last year and could very well play the infield for us, play second base. You know, Allie Bunker has mm -hmm. been our starting second baseman since she's got here. and She's so pretty good. She's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, so from there, Hannah had an opportunity in left field last year and did great for us. And I think you'll see Hannah in left. I think you'll also see her in center. That's one mm -hmm. thing that – she has worked on this year is understanding how to play both mm. um, because, you know, obviously it's a little different playing center field. You've got to command the entire outfield. And um, so I think you'll see her in both. Uh, she's been swinging. She's gotten a lot stronger. Um, she's one that has, like, she hit for average last year. She was really clutch. But I think you're going to see a little more power behind her swing this year. You feel like you have some competition, too, still going on to fill the rest of the outfield spots? Because yeah. you talk about, like, you could play Ariel at DP. I don't know. Just competition level in the outfield, it seems strong right now. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It is strong. Infield. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd be remiss if I did not ask you about Jasmine Williams. Yeah. Uh, formerly Jasmine <laughs> Seavers, but Jasmine Williams coming back to your program. How exciting is that to have her back with you? It's been great. I can't say enough about Jazz and, and what she's done. Uh, you know, last year she sat out. She had a child. Uh, her little boy is beautiful. And to see her come back this year, um, as a mom, as a student athlete, as a wife, mm -hmm. you know, just wearing all these hats and just the ability to be present no matter where she's at. I, th I think she's handled it so well. Academically, she's been great. Just I'm, I can't say enough. Um, and she's she's been at short. Mm -hmm. We can put her at second. Um, she's somebody that you could even see in the outfield. Mm. She's got a strong arm. She's very athletic. She runs well. Uh, I think you're going to see her um, maybe middle of the lineup, but she's somebody that can bunt for a hit or, or, you know, hit a double off the wall. But just very athletic, competitor. Um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what she does this weekend. You know, and I, I couple her with, like, Rachel Sid uh -huh. and, and Allie Bunker. I mean, just how nice is it to have some veterans there in your infield? It's awesome. Talking, awesome. talking about the depth, too. Mm -hmm. I, I, I got to ask you about Tara McGowan. Yeah. I mean, Tara, I feel like, Tara, you could hit her anywhere in your lineup, and she's going to be going to be effective. What's her development been like? Yeah, um, you know, Tara has power. Tara has average. I think last year, it, sometime, at times, you know, it was frustrated for her, frustrating for her. I think this year she's really put a lot into her swing. Her and Coach Martyr have worked a ton She's really invested a lot in this entire pitching staff and understanding how to go about catching each one. Um, going back to the lineup, she could lead off for us. She could be in the four spot. You know, I think you're going to see her through that top of the lineup somewhere. But what I love about her, she's explosive. Um, she could change the game in one swing for us. Um, just And she's a competitor. She, she competes. Love it. One other individual that I want to ask you about position player-wise is it's kind of a cool connection because you get a transfer from Cal State Fullerton and K.K. Humphreys, and you guys are going to be playing in that area mm -hmm. coming up this weekend. So it's so yeah. kind of a cool connection for her. Yeah. Uh, K.K. Um, came from Fullerton. She played on um, her summer same summer team as Paige Sinicki. Mm -hmm. So those two are very familiar with each other, and she's been familiar with a lot of our other athletes. But she came in and settled in pretty quick. Um, she's another one, competitor. Um, overhand, she probably throws the ball like over 100 miles an hour. It just, it's just wow. unreal how fast the ball gets out of her hand. Um, she's athletic. She can play it short. She can play it third. She can play it first. She can play it second. She's, she's athletic. So it's just seeing where it is um, that's going to best suit her. Um, she's got a great bat. She's got good speed. You think you're going to see her hit for power. 
She's worked a ton with uh, Coach Reagan and Coach Martyr. Uh, I really, I can't say enough about just the development that we've had this year and what Coach Reagan and Coach Martyr has, have done with, with this group. Well, I've asked you a lot about some position player individuals. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to ask you about your, your pitching yeah. a little bit. Uh, what, what's the plan for, for the weekend without giving too much away to the opposition? Uh, how many arms do you want to use in the depth? Uh, we've talked a lot about it. It's kind of on display for your roster. Yes, we do have the depth, and I really like that. And we have veterans, and I like that a lot as well. I, I think when it comes down to it, I mean, I want to get as many arms in as possible. Mm. And I think it just comes down to matchups. You know, who matches up well with Ole Miss? Who's going to match up well with Northridge and, and the other teams that we're playing? But what I do like is that we don't have to ride on one or two arms, that we do have a staff. And that's what it's going to take. It's in order for us to achieve what we want to achieve this year, we need to have a staff that we can depend on um, and not just a couple a couple of them. We've got uh, Oregon softball opening weekend. It begins Thursday at 5.30. Uh, the guys at KWVA are going to have the hometown broadcast for you coming up. And throughout the entire weekend, the GoDucks.com softball schedule will have you updated. Lastly, I want to ask you, this is kind of cool. New poll came out today. And an organization went through and pulled players and pulled fans on their favorite venues for softball. Well, guess what was top five by both the player voting and by the fan voting? Jane Sanders Stadium. That... I know it's going to be a while till you're back at the Jane uh, yeah. in front of fans, but can't wait for that. I can't say enough about the Jane. I Every day, you know, I don't go to work. I come to school every day. Yeah. But the fact that the Jane is my home and that's where I spend, you know, my days during the week and, you know, when we start playing and on the weekends, I can't say enough. It's just um, – I don't know. I think it's second to none. It's just the best. Season tickets are going quick. Uh, so there's my reminder for everybody that season tickets are moving fast. Uh, and Oregon softball season is officially here. Coach, I, I can't thank you <laughs> enough. Um, here's to a well-packed bag, okay. a safe trip, and a, a, a few wins over the weekend. And then we'll catch up with you next week. Sounds great. Thank well, you. Melissa Lombardi, kind enough to join us. Uh, when we come back and talk a little bit of football, the schedule ahead, some new additions to the schedule for basketball with all these makeup games. We'll update you on that coming up on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Dear winter, you can't stop a new 2022 Toyota. No matter the weather, the Camry all-wheel drive comes out to play. Snowy hills don't stand a chance against the RAV4, and everyone's comfy in the Highlander. See you in the snow. Find yours at Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As my family continued to grow, I realized I'd have to replace my beloved Jeep with something that has, well, more seats. I'm Jason Hines, country financial rep and father of seven. Whether you're upgrading from your sporty ride with no room for a car seat or finally replacing your well-loved beater that still has a cassette player, you'll want the right protection for your new car. Work with a country financial rep like me and get the protection you need at a price you can afford. Learn more at takesimplesteps.com or contact a local country representative. Dear winter, you can't stop a new 2022 Toyota. No matter the weather, the Camry all-wheel drive comes out to play. Snowy hills don't stand a chance against the RAV4, and everyone's comfy in the Highlander. See you in the snow. Find yours at Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. You're not too cool for me. And in return, I reciprocate that sentiment. I'll never be too cool for you. I was a man with a plan, but now I'm a dad with a decree, and you can't take that from me. Please let it be noted that I told my job they can dock my pay. Right now, it's just too important to take you to school every day. I want to be legendary for you. I want you to puff out your chest when you go to school the same way I do. I walk taller because of you, because I found everything to live for. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ed Council. Right now, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together. I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and experiences connect through conversation, and it feels good. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together. Start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council.
back on Doug Insider. Visit on Point Community Credit Union. Joey Mack in the Country Financial Studio. My thanks again to H.J. Cohn and Missy Lombardi joining us. A lot of guests. And we're going to go back to Oregon football here for a little bit because we had a great conversation with Joe Lorick. He's got a lot of Oregon connections, the new special teams coordinator and Nichols coach for the Ducks. And it was really fun getting to know him last week. He's one of many new additions to this staff. And, boy, I think he's going to be a good one. Our conversation from signing day with Joe Lorick. You haven't gotten a chance to be in here yet. I haven't gotten a chance to meet you. So, formally, Joey Mack. Nice to meet you, Joey Mack. Great to meet you. Uh, so, one thing that I always do, Coach, uh, whenever somebody comes in for the first time, I have them tell their two-minute life story. Because I could sit here and read your bio, and fans are going to sit here and read your bio. But you know your two-minute life story better than anybody. Introduce yourself to the fans if you could. How are we doing, guys? Yeah, my two-minute life story, I'm Joe Lorig. I'm from uh, Edmonds, Washington. Um, originally went to school at, at uh, Western Oregon, so I'm, I'm kind of an Oregon guy. Uh, traveled around a bunch after that in the coaching world and uh, really, really excited to be back home. There's my two-minute quick, not even two-minute story. I was going to say, you've got like another 90 seconds. The floor is yours. I no, mean, that, you can fill that, it. That, that, that's okay. I don't like to talk too much about myself. So Western Oregon, tell us about what it was like playing there and then uh, throughout your career, uh, just how much is, has your view of football changed from when you were playing until now? Yeah, so it, it was awesome to play at Western Oregon. You know, I, the, uh, lifelong friends are from there. A bunch of them are now high school coaches. It's, it's a big uh, – teaching college and so a lot of guys that that I played with and even guys that I live with are now high school coaches uh, in the state I've been able to see them the last couple of weeks so that's been pretty cool but also a big law enforcement school I have a mm -hmm. master's in correctional administration uh, actually did worked on death row and in some juvenile prisons and wow. those kind of things so that was a little bit of my background that's why I went there in the first place uh, didn't intend to, to end up coaching but uh, through, through a variety of different avenues ended up in the coaching world and certainly my vision has changed over the years you know but um, you know, there's, there's something about, about going back to your roots and going back to, to what helped to shape you and make you what you are that I try not to ever get too far away from that and, and know that, uh, you know, to kind of be grounded in, in the fabric of what that place and the people, more importantly, the people at that place taught me. Uh, has been really, really important for me as I've as I've traveled around the world. You mentioned the country. You mentioned that you were coming home. Uh, so, th so was this kind of a destination job for you? Yeah, this was always my dream job. You know, this was always the, the place that I wanted to be. I didn't ever know that it would work out just because you have to have the right person in charge to get the job and it's got to be the right fit. And there, there's a whole bunch of factors that go, in, that go into it. And after doing this for a long, long time, I knew that, that you know, the chances of those things, those things happening in our profession just, just aren't necessarily that good. So, um, you know, when it, when it was able to work out, uh, to me, it's, it's coming home. You know, my, my wife's from Klamath Falls. Uh, I, like I said, I went to school at Western Oregon. I'm from Seattle. Um, and so it's just it's just been a dream. You know, I'm I'm very very excited to be here and, and can't wait to to continue getting to work. That's awesome. Well, we're glad to have you. So have you settled in yet? I asked Coach Clem how many days have you actually physically been in Eugene since you got hired. I have not counted, but it's not been many. No, I'm not settled in at all. Uh, <laughs> I I did get a travel trailer pulled up here by my in-laws, so I at least have a place to put my head at night. Good. Uh, I have my truck pulled up from from the in-laws in Klamath Falls, so I have a a way to get around now. So that's good. My wife's actually here uh, house shopping right now with my youngest daughter. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't been here very much, but again, I've been here a lot in the past, so sure. it's not like I'm coming into something that I didn't know. I'm very, very familiar with the area, and um, you know, being out recruiting, as I mentioned earlier, the last couple of weeks, I've been recruiting Washington and Oregon, and was able to see like four of my college roommates just I think on last Friday. So cool. it's been awesome. Yeah, it's been awesome. I, t I was talking to Coach Clum about this as Joe Lorg joins us. You know, it. it it's not a huge profession, coaching. Like, you, you guys know so many people. You all know each other. You're competing against each other. That That's kind of a cool aspect, I feel like, of your profession. That's not that big, necessarily. Yeah, it's it's really not that big. I mean, I think it seems big to people. It, but it's 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 big in a way. You know, you kind of get your own tree, and, and if so to speak. And so kind of once you're involved in that tree, like, like Coach Landings, you know, mm -hmm. I'm part of his tree, obviously. We worked together a couple different times. So uh, it, it's big in some ways, but it's not big in others once you once you get into that, that circle that you're in. Um, and I'm just glad I was in the right one. Yeah. I mean, so so tell us about your relationship with Coach Landings. So how, how did it all begin? How far back does it go? You know, how, did, how did it happen? Yeah, we have, we both have very similar backgrounds in that, you know, he's a small college Division II guy from William Jewell. I'm a small college Division II guy at Western Oregon. Um, and so we, we kind of had both both of us have similar upbringings as far as our family life and, and our financial situations and those kind of things. So we had a lot in common. We met at uh, – he actually picked me up at the airport at Arizona State. He was a graduate assistant, oh. uh, and I was the cornerbacks coach, special teams coordinator. He picked me up at the airport, kind of gave me the – the lay of the land and and uh you know he was he was a graduate assistant my whole time at, at arizona state and we we went there i'm trying to think i think he left for a little bit 
Uh, I left for a little bit, and then we came back together at the University of Memphis to mm-hmm. work for Mike Norvell, who was our offensive coordinator when, when I was at Arizona State and he was at Arizona State. So we were at Memphis for a couple years together, then he went to go to uh, Georgia from there. And so we've worked together a couple different times, and then in between we just stayed really good friends. You know, it doesn't always work that way, but – Again, we just had a lot of stuff in common, and I'd like to think I was kind of a mentor to him, to be honest cool. with you, maybe like a big brother. That's pretty cool to hear, isn't it? Uh, now Joe Lord getting a chance to work with his mentee and maybe little brother. I mean, that's a, that's such a cool connection and an Oregon guy, as you could hear. It's just cool to have that connection coming back. That was part of our conversation with Joe Lorig. You can see the rest of it and tune in via the social, well, I should say, social media channels of Oregon football as well as the GoDucks YouTube. Does YouTube count as social media? It's kind of, I don't, you know, I guess. Joe Lorg, though, from our signing day special, uh, you search for NSD 2022 on YouTube. You're going to find it, be able to watch it on demand. Introduction to all of the coaches. We'll continue to sprinkle in those interviews for those of you in the radio audience here on Duck Insider. Quick timeout. When we come back, wrap things up. Uh, look at the schedule because things are changing here on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. After two years of construction, my wife and I finally moved into our dream home. So when a bathtub fixture broke, causing major water damage, I was glad we had the home insurance protection we needed. How do you know your home is protected? Talk to a country financial rep like me, Nick Simon. We can help you understand your options and select coverages to meet your needs. Then if something happens to your home, you won't have any surprises. Need the right coverage for your home but not sure where to start? Visit TakeSimpleSteps.com or contact a local country representative. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon Athletics because student-athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. Join in. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. More Duck Insider coming up on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. When you went car shopping, you meant business. You ace vehicle history searches and test drives. You out salesmen to the salesman. Now you've got your wheels. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll have the info you need to get more for your future. Go to aceyourretirement.org because when it comes to speeding past financial challenges, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message brought to you by the Ad Council. Back inside the Country Financial Studio, Joey Mack here with you. Tip-off Tuesday coming up this afternoon. And, you know, I'll tell you, this is going to be a fun conversation that you're going to hear with Dane Allman and with Kelly Graves. Look, didn't go right for the women this past weekend, and they got to turn around quickly. They're traveling tonight to Pullman. Noon tip-off tomorrow, Oregon against Washington State. And I'll tell you, that's a good team. The Ledger Walker sisters are no joke. And, and, and just like now on the men's side, I think Washington State can maybe sneak up on a few people. And the men's basketball team, reminder, on Valentine's Day, the Ducks will play Washington State now at 6 o'clock. So it's a little bit of a changing variable schedule, but the good news is with these makeup games getting scheduled for both the men and the women, the schedules are going to be full again. That's what you love to see, right? Play the games. That's what we're all here for. Speaking of that, next Wednesday, it's been announced today that Oregon women's basketball will play a non-conference game against UCLA. Non-conference because the Bruins were unable to play due to injuries not having enough players able to play. And so it was actually a forfeit for UCLA when that game was originally postponed. It was ruled a forfeit. So this is going to be a non-conference game at 4 o'clock at Matthew Knight Arena next Wednesday for Oregon women's basketball. Schedule always in flux. GoDucks.com is up to date. I can confirm that. And that means no show for us tomorrow because we'll all be tuning in to Oregon women's basketball. Terry Johns with an 11.30 a.m. pregame show. So for Duck Insider, we'll see you again on Thursday, and we'll talk to you this afternoon and tonight for Tip-Off Tuesday. Go Ducks! Uh.
Frost. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom, come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. The galaxy is safe once again. In the pretend universe, kids play with pretend guns. In the real world, it's up to us to make sure they don't get their hands on a real gun. If you have a gun in the house, keep it locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. And now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Mm. listening to Doc Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Oregon Sports Network.